Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we are just getting underway in a new preaching series through the book of Mark. In our second week, Pastor Jim Harris will open up chapter 1 and guide us all the way through verse 1. Well, there are a lot of questions that we need to be able to answer by the time we're through. What is significant about the Gospel of Mark? How does it differ from the other three Gospels? And what should we expect to learn as we journey through this book of the Bible? And since it's just one short verse, I'm going to read it to you. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Why spend one week on this one verse? Well, because it's important that we understand Mark's purpose in writing from the outset. And it's important that we can answer the question, what is the gospel? Well, here is today's slice of the message entitled, Why is Mark Remarkable? I'm uh, quite confident that um, Brother J. Vernon McGee, who for a couple of decades and a half pastored a Church of the Open Door in uh, Los Angeles, I'm quite sure he did not know Fernando Ortega, who wrote and uh, sings that song, Give Me Jesus. But in my typical uh, Sunday morning fellowship over breakfast with um, J. Vernon McGee, who preaches on, despite being with the Lord for 20-some, almost 30 years now, um, he was saying just last Sunday in his Sunday sermon, um, something that I, I think he worded it this way to rankle people and get their attention. He said, you don't need more patience. What do you mean, I don't need more patience? Give it to me now. You, you don't need more wisdom. What do you mean? I'm an idiot. He said, you need Jesus. You need to give me Jesus. If, if I just know Jesus and I am filled with His Spirit, I will have those things. That was the point that he was making. And so, what a great idea that we here at Heritage Bible Church are going to spend the coming months getting to know our Lord Jesus Christ better than ever by studying His life as it is recorded in the Gospel of Mark. Last Lord's Day, we looked very carefully at Mark chapter 1, verse 0. That's how I designated one of my favorite studies of all time, which I called from Malachi to Mark. It's very important, if we're going to understand the Gospels and get to know Jesus better, that we realize how much the world changed and how much uh, the nation of Israel changed in the 430 years from the close of the Old Testament to the opening of the New Testament. If you missed that sermon or if it didn't stick with you, I highly recommend you, you go online or get a CD and uh, listen to it again so that you will be in the best possible position to understand the Gospels. Now today we're going to advance infinitely farther into the Gospel of Mark because we made it to verse 0 last time. This time infinitely farther, we're going to get all the way to the end of verse 1. 
And then brace yourself for next week. We're going to take on, Lord willing, an entire paragraph. Your head will be spinning by the time we finish that. Now, Mark doesn't leave us guessing what was on his mind when he wrote this. He summarized it in the first verse. Mark 1.1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This is the beginning of the gospel. Jesus coming to earth, living a perfect life, then dying a sinner's death in order that sinners can be credited with His perfect righteousness. That's what's recorded in this book and the other three books that record His life, Matthew and Luke and John. The birth, life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus. That's the beginning of of the gospel. That's the beginning of what is go, still going on worldwide as the gospel is being preached to all nations. So this is the beginning of the gospel. There's the key word in this verse. Gospel. I don't mean to demean the Son of God. That's a pretty important phrase as well. We're going to be studying that a lot as we work our way through Mark. But what is the gospel that we preach? Well, it better be the very same gospel that the apostles preached. And the Apostle Paul tells us clearly what that was. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, he says this, Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, but which also you received, in which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received. Now he said, I'm going to tell you the gospel. Here's what it is. That Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. That's the gospel. Galatians chapter 1 makes it very clear that any other gospel is not the true gospel, and anyone who preaches any other so-called gospel as a message that claims to provide salvation, if it's not that gospel, the person preaching it is accursed. That is a damning thing to misrepresent God's way of salvation. So that key word in this first sentence I want to focus on this morning is gospel. We're going to come to the Son of God, as I said, but right away we have to answer a question. Paul says the gospel is that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. He was buried and He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. So a question we have to answer is, what does the word gospel mean when it's used before Jesus died and was buried and rose again? The word is used a hundred times in the Bible, all of them in the New Testament, but 18 of those times that it's used are in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all of them before Jesus died. They were preaching the gospel before what Paul says the gospel is. What's that about? Soon we're going to come to this. Matthew or Mark, rather, chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, it says now, after John, referring to John the Baptist, had been taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in 
the gospel. Was Jesus saying, repent and believe in the fact that I already died for you? Hmm, that's difficult, isn't it? Matthew describes that, that same period in Jesus' ministry, summarizing it in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. He says, Jesus was going throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. So is there the gospel and the gospel of God and the gospel of the kingdom? What do we mean by that? Three days before He went to the cross, we read this of Jesus in Luke chapter 20, verse 1. On one of those days, this is when He's in Jerusalem on the, in what we call Passion Week, while He was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes with the elders confronted Him. Now, there's, there's, a, there's a, a legitimate difficulty here. Are there different gospels before and after Jesus died? Well, I've taught you many times, if you've been around here very long, you've heard me say this umpteen times, and I'm going to keep saying it as long as I have breath. Understand that the meaning of a passage, or even the meaning of a word like gospel, is not what it seems to mean to you. It's not what you think it ought to mean. The meaning of a passage is what the original writer meant when he was inspired by the Holy Spirit, but what he meant for the original readers to understand in their language, in their culture, in their world, in their time. That's the meaning of a passage. So, what is the gospel as it's used before Jesus died and rose again? Well, there's a very good answer to that. We've already seen it is referred to as the gospel, the gospel of God, and the gospel of the kingdom. Now in the New Testament, the word gospel never refers to any of the four books that we call the gospels. There's nothing wrong with us calling them that, but the gospel doesn't refer to Matthew, Mark, or Luke, or John. It always refers to a message, the message of salvation. That's what was being preached before Jesus died. Come and by the mercy of God you can be saved. The Greek word translated gospel is euangelion. Prefix eu, which means good, eu, and angelion, the word angel is in there. An angel is a messenger. The euangelion is the good message or the, the good news. You've often heard it translated good news. Maybe you, in English, as it's been translated into our alphabet, you might have heard it called the evangel. There's a verb form of it that becomes evangelize. There's an adjective form of it, evangelical. We use that word pretty often today, and that is a really good word. Evangelical is a, it describes a person who is totally committed to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he, that he died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried in, that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And the, and the, and the word evangelical has been hijacked, poisoned, and liquidated pureed into meaning almost nothing. To most people today, if you say, oh, he's an evangelical, they think, of, well, that's a person who's part of a, a voting block of uh, conservative right-wing religious nutcases. Evangelical is a great word. It means committed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. But now it takes a paragraph and a half to explain what we mean by that. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.